Hey everyone, my name is Jacob Stover and welcome to my podcast called Emerging Disciples. And the title of this episode is Loving Our Enemies. And just to before we get into this, I want to say that it's so important to know who our enemies are and our enemy can be anyone that actively opposes us or is hostile towards us or others. An enemy is a person who tries to harm us, whether that's physically, mentally, spiritually. Um, these, these are just general descriptions of an enemy. But an enemy can be someone close to home who's a part of our family, our cousin, our siblings, our parents. Or an enemy can be someone at school. For Christians, we know that our enemy is Satan and those who seek to do his will of destruction rather than God's will of grace and restoration. It's also important to note that we ourselves can be our own enemy when we get in the way of what God has planned for us. We can be our own enemy when we are insecure, but not just insecure, but rather demeaning our worth or our identity. Whenever we talk bad about ourselves, we are, we are demeaning ourselves and we are belittling ourselves. And that can be a serious enemy in your life is yourself if you don't know where your worth is and if you don't know where your identity is. So I'm the type of person that wants to always know why. So, so why, why do we have to love our enemies? Why should we love our enemies? Why does Christ tell us to love our enemies? Why does the Bible tell us to love our enemies? And I think Christian or not, we all know the golden rule, right? And 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 the golden rule, uh, where it originates actually, is in Matthew seven twelve, where Jesus says, "This is Jesus's words, saying, so in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you." For this sums up the law and the prophets. So the golden rule comes from the words of Jesus Christ, who is the Son of God. But what better explanation than I should love others because that is how I want to be treated. So I think Christian or not, we all have a desire deep down, a want to be loved. We all want to be loved. And uh, yes, that that love can be portrayed in different ways and it can be uh, contorted and misguided. But I'm talking about a true love a love that is what Christ is talking about and what Christ is all about. So the best way to approach being loved is for you to love others wholeheartedly. And that means that you're not doing it with with a thought of what's in it for me. But because that 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 sets you up for selfish love and, and that's not what true love is. And true love is not selfish. Which leads me to my next question, and what is love? Okay, there is so many definitions out there, both from the world and from other things. And I believe that love is perfectly embodied in Christ and who he was. Christ died for everyone so that we might be saved. He died for those who hated him. He didn't just die for those that loved him or or knew him, but he died for those that hated him. Apostle Paul gives us a great and true definition of love in 1 Corinthians 
and that's in chapter 13, and it's verses 1 through 8. And I'm just going to read that to y'all. And it says, If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I have to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. And here's what love is. And this is verse 4. It says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. So now that we know what love is or what the Bible says it is and what I believe it to be true is, is and why should we love our enemies? How do we love our enemies? And, and how do we love those that hurt us the most? That's the next question that I'm going to address is how do we love our enemies? And I think is why y'all chose this topic and, and it's something that I've struggled with and I think it's something that everybody struggles with is, is loving our enemies or loving people that hurt us. And so here are some points backed by scripture that I use to help my love or, or help me love those who are my enemy and hurt me. Okay. And I just want to read some more scripture before I get to my points and my opinions. But in Matthew chapter 5, and I'm going to read verses 38 through 48. And this is what they say. You have heard that it is said, eye for eye and tooth for tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. Give to you one who asks you, and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? If you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. And I'm just thinking that, that Jesus is saying anyone, anyone, doesn't matter who they are, can love those that love that love us 
that they can love your friend. It's easy to love your friend. It's easy to love your best friend. That's why they're your friend in the first place. It's easy to love your family um, because they love you. And, and sometimes it's not easy to love your family if if they're hurtful to you or say mean things or don't care about your feelings or step over boundaries that you have laid out. But what I am saying and what Jesus is saying in this is that it's, it's not impressive to love those that love you. What's even more impressive and what really shows me that you are a Christ follower is if you love your enemies because not everyone can do that and it's hard, okay? So I have five points that I've made from just my reading of Scripture about uh, how to love your enemies. And so point number one is you start loving your enemies by not retaliating. And we saw that in the eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Um, if you respond with anger or hate, that's only going to fuel the fire. And it's not gonna it's not a it's not gonna de-escalate the situation. It's only gonna get worse. So you can't love your enemies if you are fueling the fire of hate and anger and anything but love. Okay. And point number two. You alone can't love your enemies. And what I mean by that is without Jesus in our life, we can't expect to love those who hate us the most because we are imperfect and will get in the way of ourselves every time. So we have to be all in for Jesus. Point number three is you can't love them if you don't forgive them. No matter how hard you try to love those that hurt you, you won't be able to if you don't drop whatever baggage you have with them that's weighing you down. You have to set aside your ego, your pride, and just let go of everything that you hold against them. Okay, you can't expect to love them if you don't forgive them. Okay, if you have things that you have to deal with, deal with those first so then you can work towards loving them. Okay, so you need to forgive those people first because you can't expect to love them if you don't forgive them. Okay, And point number four is pray, 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 and then pray some more. <laughs> and the reason I say that is because there are going to be people in your life that you absolutely have no patience for. And I can just think of some people that fit that, that description but it may be something that they did or just who they are, their personality just it doesn't work with you. But you can't expect to love those that hate you if you don't pray to God for strength and guidance. Again, just going back to point two, like we can't love our enemies alone, right? So we need to pray to the Lord so that we can do what we want. And, and that's to love our enemies, right? And point number five, and this is my last point, is you can't love others if you don't love yourself. Okay, I said in the beginning, when we demean ourselves and when we're insecure and, and say hateful things about our appearance or about who we are, if we don't have a sense of self-worth, then how, do, how are we going to expect to love someone and hold worth to them too? So I'm not saying to love all your sinful ways or or all your flaws, or, or just don't care what you do, just do whatever, I just love myself. I'm not saying that. 
What I'm saying is that we need to love our identity and that identity must be in Christ and Christ alone. Okay, we can't love our sinful ways or the sins that we do, but what we can love is who Christ makes us and and how Christ redeemed us and restored us. Okay, so back to number one, you start loving your enemies by not retaliating. Okay, don't feel that fire. You love your enemies when you're all in for Jesus. You can't do it alone, okay? You have to rely on Jesus. My point number three is you can't love them if you don't forgive them. You have to forgive them first and then walk that path of loving your enemy. Number four is pray, pray and pray, right? You have to lean on God for strength and guidance so that you can have the patience for those people that get on your nerves. And point number five, again, is you can't love others if you don't love yourself. So just after hearing this, it just makes me want to self-reflect even more. And I know that you're probably going to want to self-reflect, but just make sure that that you've checked all these boxes. And there's so much more that goes into loving our enemies. And I could talk forever and ever, but I'm not going to. This is a, this is um, a good start to where you start the, the path of loving our enemies, right? And so I just thank you guys so much for coming out and listening to my podcast. Again, this is my second episode, so I'm just getting started with this. Um, if you want to hear me talk about something, something biblical or about life situations, questions that you have, please feel free to send those to me on social media or on the Q&A on Spotify. Um, I'm not sure if Apple Podcast has a, a Q&A. I'm pretty sure it does. But just don't be afraid to leave those Q&As, and uh, hopefully I'll get to them and get to answer them. But thank you all so much for listening, and this is how you love your enemies. And this is Emerging Disciples. I'm Jacob Stover, and you all have a great night.